My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the Accent Training Podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can harness the sound of your spoken English. The accent class that literally fits right in your pocket. You can bring it anywhere you go. You can take it on a plane or a train. You can listen to it while you're on the highway switching lanes. Just don't complain because I'm working hard here. My name is Pat. I'm an accent coach from Canada, from Toronto. I teach the American accent. And I've been doing this for around three years. And in that time, I have found that many people are interested in learning about what we know as the American twang sound. I've had a British friend of mine once describe it as if someone's playing a banjo. A twangy, banjo kind of sound. Well, this American twangy kind of sound is something that you are most certainly capable of developing. And so we are going to work on this today. We're going to look at a couple of common denominators. A couple of letter combinations. Just so that you can start to identify when to use this American twang kind of sound yourself. And adjust it to your own speech. If you should so choose to. Now, these two sounds that we're going to look at, one of them is called a modified wide A. This is something that we saw many episodes ago when I talked about the sounds A and A. The differences between the words flat and man. Man. A. That A kind of movement in man, hand, family, an example. That's the American twang. Or at least that's one aspect of it that we're going to hone in on today. Because this is relevant for that A kind of sound. But then also notice how I'm saying some of these words. Sound, found, down, aown, aown. I'm making a very similar transition. I'm just adding a little extra lip movement. So I'm going to break the both of these down for you so that you can start to adjust your own speech and vowel pronunciation to match that of many Americans. Now, we'll get into the movements required for that in just a minute or two, but first I'd like to tell you that if you hit subscribe, your life is going to change. Your English speech is going to just get boosted up to another level. Because if you hit subscribe to this podcast, you're going to consistently be updated whenever new material comes out. That means that you are going to be the first amongst all of your peers and friends to add new sounds to your spoken English and to fully harness the power of your speech. You will leave everybody in awe. It'll be as if you're in a race and everybody else has fallen behind you and you've taken off leaving them in the dust. 
That's what I want to do for your language. I want to give your language steroids. Steroids to make it strong. But without being dependent on steroids. You know, we'll, we'll start out with this little steroid regimen. And in the long run, you're going to be an English-speaking champion. So hit subscribe and give this podcast a nice little five-star rating if you like what you hear. And beyond that, if you really like what you hear and you think to yourself, I want to take this to a whole other level. I want to fully take advantage of the benefits of learning the American accent. Well, check the link in the description out. This will bring you to a video course with four hours worth of content to get you started on the right track when it comes to speaking with an American accent. Check the link in the description and learn a little more. On to the American twang sound. Now, I'd just like a quick little disclaimer before I get into this. What I'm going to talk about today is regional. Some areas of the United States will do this. Some will not. This will be used in Canada in some areas. Others will not. However, this is a benefit to you as a non-native speaker because it allows you to stretch your vowel sounds out and be crystal clear in a way that North American English speakers are, are accustomed to. First, let me give you some reminders about this modified wide A, the A kind of sound. Now, a wide A, the A, is what we get when an A is in a word and there are no other vowel sounds changing its pronunciation. Words like that, last, gas, back, ah. Ah. These words have no other vowels. It's just an A and no other vowels in there. Ah. Now, that's a very American sound itself. However, if you want to learn a little bit more about that, I invite you to go back and check out episode number 64, where I break that ah sound down a little bit for you. But we're not going to focus too much on the ah today. We're going to check out this a and an. So, a, you see, the wide a, it's modified when followed by an n or an m. The wide a changes from the a that we hear in back to an a sound. Now, this is super slow motion. The way that we're doing this right now, very slow motion. They only speak like this out in Alabama, where it's real slow motion out there, Alabama where they speak a little slower down there, down in Alabama. But starting with that slow motion kind of movement, you'll get your muscles on the right track to a clear adjustment later on. So repeat after me. First, a a And then, man. Man. That's that American twang. Man, man. How about another word? Playin. P-L-A-N. Playin. You see, what's happening is after we're making this A, A sort of sound, we're dropping our tongue in the back. A, uh, and then we're rising it in the front to make that N. A-N, A-N. Man with a plan. A man with a plan. Dropping the tongue in the back, rising it in the front. 
Very slow motion. Man. Plan. Here's another one for you. How about... Exam. Exam. A-M. A final exam. A final exam. Not just an exam, nor an exam. Exam. If you're getting exam or exam, you're not making that full movement. You're not getting that twangy American sound. Exam. Man. Plan. So as we're seeing, we've got an A in these words. There aren't other vowels around that are changing its pronunciation. However, there is an M or an N after that A, and that's making it A. Let's see a couple more great words with that American twangy sound that we can break down here. How about traffic, J-M, J-M. We're not getting traffic jam, ah, with my tongue high up the whole time, traffic jam, but jam, traffic jam, makes a big difference if you're trying to develop an American accent to make those transitions. When we have a wide A and then we got a nasal sound, we're not getting a jam, jam, but jam, jam. Major component in that American twangy sort of sound. Now, what is a traffic jam? Well, a traffic jam is, of course, when traffic stops moving. When you're driving down the street, typically down the highway, and typically in the morning time when you're on your way to work, and the traffic stops, all of the cars stop moving, it's jammed. It's not moving. Traffic jam. So here we've got that wide A, we've got an N, or we've got an M. We're going to make that A sort of sound. Let's take this up a notch now. Let's take this up a notch. Because I pointed out in the beginning that we do this with a diphthong as well. Ow. The O-U or the O-W. I don't typically say own. I don't say ounce or clown, pound. Sound, town. Some people do. As I mentioned, some people around the United States and Canada would pronounce that ound. Personally, I would say aown. Aown. That's a huge part of my accent that distinguishes me as a North American. Aown. They don't do that outside of North America. Aown. Now, here's what these words have in common. They have an O-U or O-W diphthong, which typically goes ow, making an ah, ah, and then bringing the corners of the lips into the middle to go woo, ow. And we're putting an N after that. Now, just like how we would go A-M, making a similar transition, we're going to go here A-yown, a a yeah, dropping the tongue in the back. Yeah, and then woo, bringing the corners of the lips inwards. Yown, aown. How about a few words here, such as 
Ei ounce. Ei ounce. You know, like a measurement of weight. Ei ounce. Ei ounce. How about this next word? Sayound. Stretch that out with me there. Dropping your tongue in the back. Ei a. And then bringing the corners of your lips inwards. Wound. Sayound. Sayound. Here's another one here. Payound. Payound. In the United States, weight measurements are not made in kilograms typically, but payounds. Payounds. Fifty pounds. Around five pounds. I lost around five pounds. Pounds. So, we've got a handful of words now. You folks are probably just starting to open your ears to this. Maybe letting your muscles follow along with me. And I am more than happy to guide you in that. Because this is a tricky one. You know, aound. Very similar to a-yun, but a little bit different. A-yown. We're adding in that lip movement. A-yun, a-yown. As a matter of fact, repeat those two back to me right now. Can I hear that? I'm going to pretend that I hear it. But you repeat those back to me. A-yun with an A-N. A-yun. And then A-yown. A-yown. We're making the same movement with the tongue, but we're adding in a bit of an extra little lip flare. Bringing the corners of the lips inwards. A-yun. A-yown. Let's see a couple of words with this. How about... Sayundi. Sayundi ground. Like at the beach. You know, the ground's real sandy. Sandy ground. Sandy ground. Actually, that brings a good idiom to mind. How about stand your ground? Stand your ground. Oh, there's a good idiomatic expression, to stand your ground. That's like saying stand up for yourself. Stand up for your beliefs. Even if everybody else is telling you that you're wrong or you're crazy, if you really believe in something, stand your ground. Even if you are crazy. That's okay. The thing about crazy people is they don't know that they're crazy, right? I might be crazy and I have no idea. But I'll stand my ground, and I'll keep podcasting. I'll keep making podcast episodes, stretching out funny sounds, sounds. So to stand your ground, very useful one. How about another one here? This is what I like to order when I go to McDonald's. I've got a McDonald's problem. I love McDonald's. If I'm driving down the highway, and I think to myself, what am I going to get to eat? On this long drive, it's usually going to be McDonald's. And when I go to McDonald's, I'll get a quarter pounder. A quarter pounder. And I stretch that right out. Pound. A quarter pounder without cheese. Always without cheese. Now, I like cheese. I tolerate cheese. I am lactose tolerant. But McDonald's does not put cheese on their burgers, folks. It's plastic. 
It's not real cheese. It's just yellow plastic that tastes good, but it's not real cheese. It's it's much closer to plastic. So I I tell them quarter pounder without cheese, please. Pound. And if anybody ever wants to order me an Uber Eats, order me some McDonald's on Uber Eats, thank you, and make it a quarter pounder without cheese. Anyway, let's see another idiomatic expression here. How about safe and sound? Safe and sound. We're safe and sound. We got home all right. Safe and sound. Now, I've honestly never really understood it, but I've said it myself many times. Safe and sound. Oh, yeah, they're safe and sound. It's just a a way of saying they're safe. You can feel confident about it. I don't know where the word sound comes in here. I have no idea why we say safe and sound. It seems redundant. Should be okay just to be safe. But we say safe and sound. We got the eggs home from the supermarket safe and sound. Not a single one is cracked. Safe and sound, all in one piece. Now here's another idiom. I'll give you a double idiom here. How about pounding down? Whoa. Pounding down. Pounding down. Things are pounding down. The rain, for example. We could say it was really pounding down outside, but we got home safe and sound. Pounding down. The rain was pounding down. You know, pounding. Pounding, hitting, striking very hard. So if we say the rain was pounding down, but we got home safe and sound. It's like the rain was falling hard, but we made it okay. Pounding down, but we are safe and sound. And. Still stretching out all of those aound sort of sounds. That diphthong before the N. And here's one more idiomatic expression, and then we're going to wrap it up because I am running out of space on my computer to record. So we'll just do one more idiom stretching out this twangy American sound, and then I'll send you on your way, let you go practice for yourself in your daily life. How about if I say, give me a hand, give me a hand, put that down and give me a hand, put that down and give me a hand, or I found someone to give me a hand, I found someone to give me a hand, give someone a hand, this means help them. You don't have to amputate a hand. You don't have to do anything grotesque of that nature. You don't have to part with any of your body parts. As a matter of fact, you just need to help someone. If someone says, hey, could you give me a hand with this? You can say no. You can say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit busy. I can't put down what I'm doing. I can't give you a hand. But it's asking for help. Someone is requesting your help. Give me a hand. Put that down and give me a hand. So that's what I've got for you folks today. We broke down two sounds. Typically in most of our sessions, 
I only talk about one sound, but I wanted to talk about an entire concept today, the American twang. Now, there are more things about the American twang that we didn't get into today. There are likely even sounds that I'm not aware of, regional sounds, which would make your vowels sound spotless, crystal clear. But maybe I'm just not familiar with them. So, familiarize yourself with the American twang and practice the idiomatic expressions that we just talked about here. If you forget the idioms, that's okay. Check the description. I'll have them all written in there. You can repeat them for yourself, work them into your daily life, and impress your friends. Impress your bosses. Impress your clients. Show off your English. Show off your skills that you've been honing for decades, some of you. Some of you have been practicing English for decades and are only now becoming aware of how we can stretch our vowels out in such a way. So take this lesson, use what you've learned, and allow your English skills to flourish. I got to get going for today, folks. I've got things to get to. Salmon. Salmon is on the menu tonight. I've got to go cook up some salmon. I'm going to bake this salmon. And while it bakes, I'm going to edit this episode. So I'm going to go bake the salmon. What am I baking it in, you may ask? Okay, I'm debating whether or not I'll add rosemary, but there will most certainly be butter. There will be lime. Squirt some lime in there. I'll, I'll slice up some onion, pop that in there, maybe a couple cloves of garlic. And like I said, maybe rosemary. I'm just thinking if I add rosemary to that mix, I've got fresh rosemary. My mother-in-law is growing out in the garden. So if I add rosemary to that mix, will it be delicious? I hope so. I've been using a lot of rosemary lately. But if not rosemary, dill. A little, just a little pinch. little pinch on each salmon of some dill. I don't want to add too many spices. I don't want to overdo it. I want nice, juicy salmon. I don't want it all dried up. But anyway, I'm going to go get to cooking that, get my salmon going, and have a highly nutritious dinner. Keep in mind, for yourself, for your own spoken English, a wide A like ah. If it has an N or an M after it, we want to change it. A N A M. We make that little transition. O-U-N and O-W-N. Also make a similar transition. A-O. A-O. Not 100% of the time. There are exceptions. The word country, for example. C-O-U-N-T-R-Y. It's a little different. But keep an ear out and this will serve you well. Have a good one, folks. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got 
limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.